Ahoy there, and welcome back to Dale Man's Dawn, your chief podcast where we discuss One Piece and The Simpsons, but it is a SBS episode. We almost got through the rest of the year without doing any more of them since, like, February, but, you know, we have a very big episode next episode. It is the holiday season, so folks are super busy. I am Luke, and I am joined by my lovely co-host who... A person who's very turned on by middle-aged women. (laughs) (laughs) I told you. I told you. I had a new button. My pronouns are she, they, as I apparently have that to say. A person who's very turned on by middle-aged women. Yeah. Get it, it, girl. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh. That's that's your holiday gift to me already. Because I was... Well, that's that's cool. the digital one. I got you something like months ago that I need to send to you. But yes, uh, welcome back to the most some bullshit episodes of a some bullshit episode. If you're expecting us to talk more about the show in any reasonable fashion, I am sorry. We're we're having fun here. We're having goofs. We're having. Recurring bits. We've got questions. We have segments. I am excited. I am Luke. And I once again joined by Janine. Janine, before we get into this, do you have anything that you want to say, or should we just get into the meat? Uh, well... Cool. I don't think that there's any particular One Piece news that I know of that I could share because everything that's happening is, like, pretty current, I guess. Yeah. So I just got a shrug. I mean, that's that's fair. All right, well, then uh, we're going to get into our first segment, which is Devil Fruit Ranking because we have had more Devil Fruit added and we'll have more to add after the next few episodes. But uh, we have five new ones that we're going to give a rank using the like fighting game class system where S is best and F is the worst. So uh, I also realized, because I had started listening to the previous SBS where we did these, that a lot of the ones we had before weren't clear. And uh, I will at least try and make these ones clear so you can update your at-home rankings for these next five. So up first, we have the Lightning, or the Goro Goro no Mi fruit. Because uh, the last time we did one of these, we didn't know what Eno's actual power was, and that turned out to be hilarious. 
Um, I don't like electricity or lightning. Like, if I were going to do crimes, maybe, but I don't want to act, accidentally, like, send lightning through electronics because I like the electronics. So it's like a, it's a solid C for me. How about you, Janine? Hmm. I have an irrational fear of getting struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. We know this. Do I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we do. I'm just kind of like just saying we know this as kind of like a segue. I don't know. Now you know this. Uh-huh. But I don't know if this would be something that would help me get over that fear or just like really increase it that much more. Um, I, I, so I mean, well, let's let's delve into the fear a bit because it is, is it a fear of being struck by lightning or is it generally a fear of lightning as an abstract? Because if you have a Goro Goro no Mi, you are immune to lightning. It is getting struck by lightning. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess having it would really make that, but still, becoming lightning, controlling it, being around it. Mm -hmm. Would that be exposure therapy in a way? I wonder yeah. if it'll be beneficial enough, but... Huh. Okay. So at, at least it's got to be like A rank for me, but I don't know if there's enough for it to push it just above because um, I don't know. It is pretty overpowered. Yeah. Well, we can leave it at an A rank for you for right now and a C for me. Uh, the next we have is the Slow Slow Fruit, or the Noro Noro No Me, and Janine, you know what I love. What do you love? Dumb fucking bits. And also having to run across traffic. Actually, I don't love having to run across traffic, but uh, yeah, no, I think the Slow Slow Fruit would be an S rank for me. <laughs> Shenanigans. Shenanigans abound with it. For sure. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's one where they actually try and go into the scientific effects that it has. And, uh, you know, I think there's money to be made. But also, like, shenanigans. It looks silly as hell. And uh, shenanigans. The S is for shenanigans. The S is for shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um... I gotta give it a D rank. It's not the absolute worst, but I don't think it's worth losing um, the ability to swim. Yeah, like it's a modern mir modern miracle of like his own luck, or just having the more stronger people around him that Foxy's like 
still alive now. I mean, Foxy also knows how to set up a situation where he and his team will win. That's true. He doesn't have to be honest to stay alive. And I I mean, if he had any other power, he would try and find a way to help that, uh, to help him win. That is true. He just happens to have the most, one of the most shenanigans powers. Mm -hmm. That is what your S is for. Uh, And my D is for Dial Think I'll Pass on that one. Denanigans. We then have the Ice Ice Fruit, or the Hie Hie No Me. And I think this is going to be another C for me. Because I I like when it snows. And I like when it's cold outside to a point. I don't want to freeze on things. I don't want to slip on things. And uh, I am the warm person. I am the warm person in my relationship. I am a human heater. So that's that's a C for me. Like, if I ended up accidentally eating it or whatever, yeah, that's fine. It's just not my choice. Janine, what you got for the ice ice fruit? Oh, it's a really good one. But, I mean, just by the tropes associated with ice-based characters, there's so much tragedy to them that I feel like I would be, like, caught in a fucking Mr. Freeze situation. Well, the good news, though, is that, like, chances are if you run into, like, a heat-based villain and or hero you're going to, like, hit it off with them. Hmm. Also, no more having to pay for air conditioning in, like, the summer. That is true. I do live in Texas. Also, like, hey, you want to go and, like, Fuck with the cops, you just, like, freeze all the roads because Texas still is trying to figure out a snow infrastructure. That is true. hmm And we've seen that this power is kind of like a bullshit, can't really, like, you have to really fucking... If you're careful enough, you don't really have to worry about falling into the ocean if you can freeze it fast enough. Yeah, uh, we're going to see more of uh, Aokiji's uses for this in the future, but Aokiji is also a very powerful dude. So, what's your ranking it? Uh, I'm going to give it a B rank. Mm -hmm. I feel like that the different inevitable dramatic outcomes from it. Uh, It wouldn't completely outweigh the benefit, but it wouldn't be the first thing I would go for. Fair. Up next, we have the Dordor, or the Doa Doa Nomi fruit. 
which lets you open doors through anything and also turn things into doors. And the way this works gets expanded later on, but uh, it's some Minecraft-ass bullshit. I think that's going to be like an A rank for me. I I love the idea of just like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm just going to walk through this wall. And there's going to be a door here, or I'm going to just open a door into the ground and go through that way. Like, you could sneak into so many movies, you could do crimes, you could fuck with people by turning them into doors. Oh, yeah. It's This has got to be an S rank for me. Um, mm -hmm. Because not just for like the large amount of crime that you could be able to do, but just the places you could be able to access that you wouldn't necessarily be able to before. Um, or imagine if you just became a doctor and it's like, oh, we need to access your heart. Oh, well, here's a tiny door for it. I guess that that's also true, but I'm I'm mostly thinking about like urban exploring, like because there's a lot of times I'll come across like an abandoned building that I just like sit there and think, what does it look like on the inside? Mm -hmm. The closest I ever got to that was going into the old abandoned haunted house near the uh, apartments that I used to live in. Wow. Uh-huh. The building has since been torn down and now is incredibly expensive apartments that also are probably still haunted. Did you grow up in a cartoon show? No, that was when I lived at the seminary apartments. And I was 18, and the older teens were like, hey, you want to go into the abandoned haunted house? And I was like, uh, sure. It was not a haunted house that had been abandoned. It was a house that was abandoned and also haunted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had, like, Christ Pal's mystery adventure. There was a uh, time where the youth group was having a moment where everyone thought that they were having epiphanies, like religious experiences, and then it turned out that, oh, no, everyone was just drinking a bunch of the uh, Mountain Dew pitch black, like the uh, grape Mountain Dew, Ooh. and was just hitting points of, oh, the caffeine's fucking kicking in now at like nine o'clock when a few of the... Uh, hardcore evangelical Unitarians that we brought in were bringing people on to like talk about God and Jesus. It's like, is that God working for me? No, no, that's, that's the fucking caffeine kicking in my dog. Wow. That's, yeah. That's where I got my nickname, uh, chicken sandwich. You ever, Somebody else is listening to this. Oh, yeah. Uh, marvel at just how amazing. Just that's not the Holy Ghost. That's just the Mountain Dew. 
Yeah, that is the, like, four cans of Mountain Dew that we have all had this afternoon. And us struggling to stay awake. You know, it's sleep deprivation type stuff. It's like what uh, the Church of Scientology does. Um, yeah, so that's a A rank for you and an S rank for me. Uh, up last is the Leopard or the Nico Nico model, or the Nico Nico No Me model Leopard. I don't want to be a large, hulking, murderous cat man. It's like that Bright Eyes song, I don't want to be a large, murderous, hulking cat man. That's a D for me. I mean, at least I wouldn't need to wear a dumb hat. Luke, would you would you like go, to be a large looking cat lady? Ask ask me, ask me what I rank it. A person who's very turned on by middle aged women. <laughs> <laughs> S rank, baby. S rank. Yes, so we could have stupid, sexy cat Janine. I, you know what? Good for you. Good for being part of the modern cat women movement. And the leopard stripes, the spots, stripes. Flattering. Sorry. I might be a little inebriated, but the the, the leopard spots. Mm-hmm. That's it's such a good look. I have so many things, so many clothing options that I could be able to go ahead and match up with that. Oh, you know what? Like I'm talking about it like I'm I'm like signing up for it right the fuck now. But this is all like hypothetical fun shit. But like, the more I think about it, the more. Janine deserves to be a giant hulking leopard lady. You know what? More power to you. Right to your congressman. <laughs> we have the science. Let's make it the reality. It's sexy cat Janine watch. <laughs> Welcome to our new segment where we are going to be talking about genetic splicing and that one episode of Batman Beyond. All right. Well, Janine, we got some questions in from a few different people. Uh, The first one comes from the Shonen Flop podcast, our buddy David specifically, who wants to know what existing devil fruits would you give the main Simpsons family? And we can use any of the, like, 30 that we have covered so far. And I guess we can kind of discuss, because I feel like giving Bart the gum-gum fruit makes sense. Giving Bart the gum-gum fruit is, like, going to be a Treehouse of Horror episode. Like, there is literally one where his body... There is the one where Homer got cursed and Bart's limbs just kept stretching whenever Homer choked him out. So this would be a good version of that. This would be 
a better, this would essentially be Stretch Dude. Like, Bart is the easiest answer. I think to I, find. I, I think that Homer and the fucking Munch Munch Power. Fruit. Yeah, the Munch Munch Fruit. Like, that. Mm-hmm. There, there's so much bullshit shenanigans that he would do unwittingly that would be hilarious. It would be the yeah, and that is why I would want it to happen more. We do get a Homer as the Blob in like a few episodes or in a few Halloween episodes. Like in an upcoming one, we get that. And like that's that's the other easy one cuz of course it's Homer and he's eating stuff that makes sense. But then like Lisa, Maggie and Marge are I think more complicated ones. Especially with what we have currently like we could say oh yeah Lisa would love the uh whisper fruit the non-canon one that lets you talk to animals. Oh, wow. And if she had it, and it turns out that, like, the animals that, like, she really likes were just assholes the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. As, as then, as, as, even though that is not canonical. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons doesn't really have that much of a canon. It does. It's just rare and far and few in between. So then we have Marge and Maggie. For some reason, I feel like Maggie would want the mole fruit. Like, Maggie as the baby who can, like, crawl through the ground and transform that mentally works. And also moles are kind of like a quiet thing. And then, like, the pacifier looks like the star nose mole nose. Hmm. I feel I feel like something destructive with Maggie would also be fun, but hmm. mm-hmm. I do like the mole idea too. As Maggie is want to go to to do things that she is a baby should not do. Yeah. Like, I, I I feel like that is the easiest answer we have. And there there's definitely, like, later fruits that we'll get to, and it's like, oh, no, that's that's the Maggie fruit. That's a Maggie fruit. <laughs> so I, I think we put Maggie down for the mole fruit currently. And then, like, I don't want to tie a Marge into always having to be the scold, but, like, the cage cage fruit could theoretically work there. Because, like, Patty or Selma would get the smoke fruit. Hmm. And there's, like, other fruits later on that would be like, oh, that makes perfect sense for Marge to get. 
Yeah, feel... it really doesn't seem like that there's, you know, too much that would, huh? Maybe like Nico Robbins' powers, but even then, that's just a oh because she would love to have more hands around the house. She yeah, that would just that would be a throwaway joke, but it would also be like kind of more than what a lot of other ones would do. Yeah, I I feel like we put it there for now, but then like as we get more, we can update the list if we want to update. Uh sure. I mean, we're going to be doing some bullshit in the future. We will. All right. Uh King Atticus asks you specifically, Janine, what would you say is the most significant or unexpected change in your perception of One Piece so far? I I feel like that I looked at it so much through shonen anime rules and different tropes that I've known from that. <laughs> but now I feel like it is much more closer to pro wrestling. Because you can be able to get the heroes to lose badly if you write it well enough and mm -hmm. still have it so that you're still watching because you got to see how the story ends, how this is not the ending to it. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's almost books too. Like how there's a competing faction that shows up that has to, pair off with, with a, another member of the Straw Hats, and it's brilliantly done. And I think that um, that's definitely changed my perception and, and how I enjoy it, because um, I'm also a little bit booking the match inside of my head while I'm watching it. It's a weird thing, too. Like, it's like, it's... It's real fighting. They're not real people, but they're for real fighting to hurt each other. But they're not real. When I'm, when I'm saying that they're real fighting, it's because uh, inside of wrestling, they're not real fighting. But they are real people that are doing it. And it's a weird flip-flop of that, and I enjoy it. I don't know if this makes sense to anybody else, uh, but I frankly don't care. I'm enjoying it. You know, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, King Atticus asks me, uh, since we share a love of Homestar Runner, what is your five, or what is your favorite Strong Dad email? Well, Addy, I initially thought that you wanted my five favorite Strong Dad emails, and then I started listening to, like, all of them, and then I only made it about a hundred in because it's been a busy week. I think at the top of like the first hundred or so, my rankings would go caffeine, monument, crying, children's book, and army. 
and there was a point where it's just like, oh, here's one I think is really good, and then I had to keep moving them off the list. The other ones that barely just got off the list, number six was kind of cool, number seven was privileges, and number eight was crazy cartoon. So, I hope that answers your questions. And then uh, King Atticus wanted both of us to answer, who would be your dream guest for 2024? Hmm. I think it would be hilarious if we got, like, a big name one piece writer to come onto the show like bill oakley or josh weinstein uh the guys who also went on to go and make mission hill like that would be a i would love to know if they have ever, ever watched one piece if they've gotten onto one piece and then also hey could you think of obscure simpsons characters and help us cast these things I also saw the questions earlier, so I hadn't thought about mm. this before. Yeah, so now me faced with the question right off the bat. Uh -huh. I don't I don't really know. Brittany Spears would be a fascinating guest to have on the show. Because her her son's into Dragon Ball Z. Does she know what One Piece is? I have I no idea. You know who I know knows One Piece? The professional wrestler Keith Lee. He wore One Piece merchandise. Like. But, but then he probably can't be on the show because he would have already seen the episodes were covered. That's true. Janine, yeah. You want me to get somebody who hasn't seen any One Piece but is, like, familiar with The Simpsons? Yeah, that's that's the challenge. Hmm. I think that's going to get harder and harder as we go through. Or and it'll be it easier. Be a, and it would be a harder sell for other people to be like, you've never watched One Piece, we'll get ready to go in this deep into it isn't didn't um the wrestle man who wears all denim and sunglasses say that anime was bad or something a lot of people say anime orange is bad. julius that's oh anime is bad mm -hmm. i don't know anime can't be bad if it wants to be but i mean if you were going to try and get a wrestle person on I mean, as a, like, reasonable thing that we could probably do, like, Jadzia Axelrod probably is familiar with Simpsons and might not be familiar with One Piece. <laughs> or I think if we were going to go for a very shit-posty answer, that would also kind of be possible Gail Simone. But, once again, these are me tossing names out, Janine. And I wouldn't know what to do with them. To be honest, like, 
the show that we have is so strange. Mm-hmm. The people that I want to like hear the most from are the people that we've like already spoken to and had previously as guests. But you didn't know most of them beforehand. Isn't doing the show kind of like getting to know you? Yeah, so you who really you... know somebody until you podcasted with them? About a highly specific thing. Um, well, then I'd, I'd say, what person would you like to get to know more through discussion of One Piece and Simpsons on this podcast? That might be a better way to frame your brain. Oh. Hmm. Oh, now I feel like I'm playing favorites if I really indulge it, though. You're playing favorites here, and then I'm just going to look in the yellow pages and find out whose name, or find out their phone numbers and invite them on, Janine. A person who's very turned on by middle-aged women. You think I should get middle-aged women on here, Janine? Do you think that's what I should be doing? A person who's very turned on by middle-aged women. It sounds oh like you. God. It sounds like you want a person who is very turned on by middle-aged women to come on as the guest. Am I middle-aged? Um, I don't know. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we can we can give you some time to think about that and play the mental politics because it's time for another game of dangerous mental politics. It's Mary Fuck Kill. Are you ready, Janine? Not at all. Please go ahead. Are you familiar with the rules? Probably not. I don't know. The okay. fact that you brought up that there are rules makes me nervous. I am going to present you with a list of three names. You have to pick one of them to marry, one of them to fuck, and one of them to kill. Okay. Uh, up first from our Discord, Aurora Borealis suggested Hachan, Chu, and Kurobi. Hachan is the octopus fish man, Chu is the spitting fish man, and Kurobi is the manta ray fish man. I have my answers if you'd like me to go first. Sure. Hachan seems like he would be a good partner. He is concerned about others. He is willing to go out of the way to make your day. Also, he is very strong, and yes... Ladies and gentlemen and non-binaries of all ages, the carpets do match the drapes. I would choose him to marry. If I had to fuck one of the remaining two, I would go with Kurobi, the uh, manta ray fish man. Uh, Mainly because if I had the choice, I'd rather sleep with him than chew, chew. I don't like his demeanor. I think his face is scary. That's my answer. 
To be honest, that's kind of the correct answer. <laughs> you know, you you could have your own say, I mean. No, no, I mean, like, looking at them, mm-hmm. like, physically at them. Mm-hmm. Um, there are ones that I would be like, well, if it was, like, a situation where I had to, Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hachan's definitely the one that I would want to like marry. Mm-hmm. And um I mean, like there's an obvious difference when you look at the other two, right? I mean Yeah. Yeah, it's it it spells itself out and She was a twink. Yeah, and that's that's I guess that that's that's not uh it's it's not necessarily negative but it it it's not what you're looking for yeah that's that's how i'm that that's how i'm gonna politely decline while i murder him who do we have next uh your co-worker suggested two different trios. The first is Arlong, Enel, and Crocodile. Janine, who are you picking? Oh. I'll let you go first this time. You know, I had this one before you did and mm-hmm. quickly did share it, but also, like, I did not think about it that much. I did I did a great job putting it out of my mind and forgetting mm-hmm. about it until I'm faced mm-hmm. with it right now and I can be able to say Oh I would really want to kill Enel. That is right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um although I probably shouldn't. I don't know. He he probably huh. I've got my answer if you want me to I go. would fuck Crocodile and I would marry Arlong. To be honest. Interesting. Yes. Me, a human, marrying a fish person who wants to murder all humans. Mm-hmm. Kind of a weird combination. But he did show trust in Nami before. And maybe that there is a place for me inside of his new fish order. I don't know. Janine. Maybe I have a super fish after I had already fucked Kurobi. Who knows? I I gotta disagree with you, Dog. Cause I think if you're going to marry a person, crocodile. Crocodile is fancy. Crocodile is a planner. Yeah, crocodile might kill you, but crocodile is going to like think about it and at least put time into it. If Arlong tries to kill you, he's just going to smash you and it's like you're dead now because he doesn't think anything of you. If you are in a marriage with Crocodile, you've gotten him to respect you at some point and he is going to respect you for that. I'm going to fuck Enel because I feel like Enel has never masturbated. Enel does not really know what sex is. And... I don't need to feel bad about potentially being awful at sex with Enel, because he has nothing to judge it against. 
And then I kill Arlong because Arlong is actively racist and would actively try and kill me. Or exploit me and turn me into a slave. I mean, maybe you'd be like one of the good slaves. Christ, Janine. <laughs> uh, up next, your co-worker also suggested Buggy, Bon Clay, and Foxy. And this is another easy one. Mary Bon Clay. Have sex with Buggy. Murder Foxy. Because, I mean, Bon Clay, he could be your black Kate Moss tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Buggy, I think, would be at least interesting to have sex with. I don't think Buggy knows what sex is entirely. I think he would be down for it. And, I mean, that just leaves Foxy, who... I... I like Foxy as a character. I don't want to know what his situation is like down there. I don't think people are horny for Foxy. Like, he calls the ship the Sexy Foxy, but, like, he doesn't call himself the Sexy Foxy. He also has poor self-esteem. What what are your thoughts? Uh, huh. I would kill Foxy. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be so annoying afterwards if I did fuck him. And if I married him, I'd feel like he would divorce me for half my shit. And somehow hide his assets so he would not technically have to give me any of his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's dead. Um, but I think I would switch it. I think uh, I think Buggy has um, has a lot going for him. I feel like uh, he's got a sense of humor, mm-hmm. which I do like. Um, and I feel like I could be able to completely blot out ever saying the word nose. Uh, detachable body parts is kind of hot. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that I I could then just fuck Bond Clay. But like, even if it's just like, okay, just one time. Um for like my birthday or something. Uh just 100 different faces, as many different people as Bond Clay could be in one session. Mm-hmm. Just fucking just mainline just as many people, one one person gangbang. See, I I'd, I'd stretch that out over a while. <laughs> I guess it's, what do you find the novelty in? Is it one person who can be anyone or one person who can be everywhere? 
Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> and you get to kill Foxy. Yeah. <laughs> Teamwork. Uh, all right. Uh, up next, I submitted Nami, Robin, and Vivi because you know what, Janine? A person who's very turned on by middle-aged women. Well, you Close got enough. my number there. Um, how, how are you? How are you aligned on this? Because I've also got this figured out. So. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Mary Robin, sleep with VB, kill Nami. Nami's going to charge you money and then interest on that money. Like, Nami, I don't think is a generous lover. And un- actually, you might have a better chance with Nami than I do, but I feel like Nami has inadvertently been very queer-coded in a way that she just has no interest in men, unless they are very rich, and even then it's interest in the money. Robin is a person with a lot of emotional issues, but I think I can deal with that. Also, she's smart. Also, she fit as hell. Also, she has some good powers. And uh, Vivi is kind of just like there in the middle ground. Yeah, she's a princess. So you get to go and say, oh, yeah, I slept with the princess one time. It was great. But, you know, that's that's going to be a government secret. You don't go around spoiling it. Otherwise, you have Igaram coming up and being like, Igarapapa! And then you get assassinated by the government of Alabasta. And that's fine. Well, as for me and uh-huh. my gay choices, ah, <laughs> uh, I would have to kill Robin. Mm-hmm. Fuck Nami. Because it's got to be crazy stupid. And marry Vivi, so then I also become a princess. Poor Robin. Listen, I just barely got to know her. I have no attachment to her as that's going to be as strong compared to yours. Mm-hmm. And I still think about Vivi to this day. Fair. Fair. Do you think she thinks about me? Do you think she looks at the moon the same time that I look at the moon? That's where Enel is. <laughs> Uh, we then have another trio that I have suggested. Uh, Miss Doublefinger, Miss Valentine, and Miss Monday. Mm. Uh, 
Are you quickly remembering who these are? Uh, worse, I'm looking them up. <laughs> yep. Uh, for those of you playing at home who don't have access, Miss Monday was uh, one of the people from uh, Whiskey Peak. She was the very strong, muscular black lady who fought Zorro. Miss Valentine looks like Kristen Chenoweth and has the Kilo Kilo fruit. And uh, Miss Doublefinger can turn herself into the sea urchin and uh, actually just wants to run a coffee shop. I kind of forgot about that. God, now I have to reevaluate things. (laughs) You know what? I think I've got my answer. Do you have your answer yet? I'd have my answer, yes. Go ahead. Ladies first. The ladies, the ladies. Mm-hmm. I would kill Doublefinger. I would fuck Valentine. And I would marry Miss Monday. Interesting. Go on. What? What? What's your logic? Um... I don't trust Doublefinger. Mm-hmm. You don't think that one will go in the pink and one will go in the stink? I feel like that a marriage would definitely fall apart just through differences. And I feel like fucking would just kind of lead to like bad feelings that we'll just never talk again. Miss Valentine, I feel like it would just be like a fun time, but like we just kind of like ended up in this like in a hotel. There was only one bed. Hey, he has a jacuzzi. Stuff happens. We don't talk about it later on very much, but we still we we're still friends and there's still kind of like that silence every time that all of our other friends are gone and like, you know. Maybe there's like a little bit of tension there, but we don't really give into it because I am happily married to Miss Monday, and if anything happens, it would completely destroy her, and neither of us have like the heart to even like get like allow ourselves to think you know too hard at getting back together. interesting. I've made huge like universes just based on these hypotheticals um but also this is this is my fun in it so and it's also how we like ended up with more runtime right now than i expected at this point janine we love our dumb bullshit uh we do love our dumb bullshit (sighs) So, Miss Doublefinger gives up the assassin life and becomes Paula, who runs the Spider's Cafe. I would marry a barista who could also kill me by stabbing me. I sleep with Miss Monday because, like, in the manga, she does marry her, like, old partner. And they have a kid together, so I don't want to take that away from them. And then Miss Valentine does seem very kill-happy. And not in a professional way like Miss Doublefinger. Like, you you want to marry a person who can separate themselves from the job. And I feel like Miss Doublefinger does that better than Miss Valentine. Hmm. 
And then the third one that we have is the Hot Mom Squadron. Suggested by King Atticus, which is Banchina, who is Usopp's mom, Bellamir, who is Nami's adoptive mom, and Nefertari Titi, who we only see briefly in a photo at this point, who is Vivi's mom. Who? I mean, we've talked about Banchina's capabilities. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, ladies. The ladies, the ladies. And yeah. specifically... A person who's very turned on by middle-aged women. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? A Super Furries Animals album? It's a gift that keeps giving. Oh... Uh... <laughs> uh. I've got my picks. Do you know which way the wind blows for you? Yes. All right. You can go first, unless you want me to. Uh, no, I'll go first. I would, I would kill the queen Mm -hmm. because I don't like a monarchy, but I want to be Unless you get to be the princess. Yeah, unless I get to be the princess. Like, that's how you get to be the princess. Huh, maybe. Um, I would fuck Banshina, but she would be calling me Yasap the whole time and like, you could really tell that, like, her mind is thinking about him instead, and I'll just be like, um, still Whatever kind that's... of like going through with it through the motions because it's like you know she needs this. Uh, she hasn't seen him in a while, and like you know, like probably never will before she mm-hmm. eventually dies, and like, you know, like I'm I'm not going to like break that fantasy for her if that is what she needs. And I would, I would marry, marry, um, Bellamere. I think, I mean, she's already got two beautiful kids and, uh, she doesn't have much, but, you know, it's honest work. Mm-hmm. Also that hair. Also that hair. I and, and and like she did like the like I don't tend to like people in in um law enforcement yeah mm-hmm. and yeah military personnel but uh she's she's retired you know she's not actively in it it's not mm-hmm. like I'm supporting my troops or anything and she was pretty in support when she was in it i just yeah i don't know i think i there's enough in her that is a cab that i could be able to like she legitimately was in it to help people and not just for a sense of power and when she had an opportunity that only she could fill she left to fill that opportunity yeah 
that's 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 the person you want to marry. Yeah, like Belmir is my marriage target. Uh, Nefertari Titi is the fuck, and then unfortunately, I am the reason why Banchina dies. <laughs> Don't tell Usopp. But luckily, Sniper King will be here to protect me. Uh, um. Uh. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a good hour or so of content out of this, Janine. I feel like this is a justifiable amount of some bullshit. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, it is. Um, And, you know, a lot of times I'm like, if this is. This is our filler. I mean, it doesn't do anything to, like, further the actual podcast, but it is something where you could be able to see the characters, uh, me and Luke, that is, interact in different ways. I guess that don't genuinely, like, affect the plot. What if we had some bullshit that was, like, Treehouse of Horror themed. Like, we really, like, let, like, focused up on the, uh, One Piece side of it. Why don't we take some look at the Simpsons? I mean, like, maybe I've been, like, watching one too many The Real Gems essays, but, you know, it does seem kind of fun to, like... Each of us brings in an episode and we have to debate which one is better. Uh... Damn, that seems like a whole new podcast entirely. I mean, that would be something that we could do for some bullshit, but... That would be. About, like, The Simpsons, specifically. I mean, I feel like part of it is... There is a lot more... Focus on One Piece in this podcast, but it's all filtered through The Simpsons. Like, we could have included some, like... Simpsons characters for Mary Fuck Kill... But uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be like uh, Marge, Maud Flanders, and Helen Lovejoy. That's that's really just a question between: Are you marrying Marge or Maud? Because you know you're killing Helen. But, uh, Janine, where can people find you online? Well, you can be able to find me at Blue Sky. That is janinejuliet.bisky.social. You can also find me over on Twitter. That is at janinejuliet. I'm still on there. I get closer and closer to leaving, and... Uh, I don't know, man. Like most of the time, like like I just got a new phone and I could have I could have just as easily like not installed Twitter on it. I could have just as easily done it, man. I mean, when you use it, you're giving views and support to the Nazi app. I mean, it's I I have happily left Twitter for Blue Sky, and even though I have far fewer followers now. Um, it's 
healthier. I donate seeing ads every day. Um, there aren't a group of people who've decided they are more self-important because they are dumb enough to be built out of like $10 a month. Like I, I, I have transcended beyond the need for Twitter. Well, I'm glad that you are so evolved, but I think that I might not be. So, yeah, that's uh, you know, I'm... Everybody has their own things. Yeah. It's, it's, an, uh, it's my social media unhealthy habit. I mean, it's not as unhealthy as when I tried to befriend Michael Sarah on Twitter back during college, and it turned out that it was a guy pretending to be Michael Sarah. but I was in such a depressed point in my life at that point that it was like, you know what, that's fine, I just want attention. Then it was like, oh, well, I'm not a woman who he is asking for nudes, so nothing is actually going to come out of this. And oh, hey, that wasn't actually Michael Sarah. He still does not use any social media nowadays. You can pretend wow. to be Michael Sarah to me on Blue Sky at, at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm okay. married now. <laughs> I'm not as. My depression comes from mostly chemical reasons now and not a lack of a social circle. Well, I, I'm, huh, I can't say I'm glad for that, because then it would seem like, oh, I'm glad that you still have depression, um, but, uh, hey, congrats on being married. The lady, the lady, um, yeah. Our cover this time is using the old Colt Hoskins SBS cover, and he is vanishing from the internet to make comics of which I have been asked to not discuss. Uh, but uh, I hope that you enjoyed this cover. And then Mike Patton, uh, who has been our normal comic artist, for, or our normal cover artist for the past year and change now like year and a half maybe uh can be found on twitter at patent pending or on social media at patent pending at p-a-t-t-e-n-p-e-n-d-i-n-g we should be back in two more weeks to discuss the one piece that we didn't get to this time and uh yeah keep sending us questions because if we do have questions and we do have time we will get to those, but also next episode, we're going to do like 50 different matches. So we will see you then. Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, stay... A person who's very turned on by middle-aged women. <laughs> Smooth sailing.